here's a message from Ken Lavica. Wait a minute. Ken ain't here today. I got a surprise for y'all today. We got a good one. Hey, play that right now. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. And we are live on Ken LaVica Live, brought to you by FAU MBA Sport. And as you know, Ken is not here today, so I am going to grace you with my presence. You're stuck with me today. I'm Dean Thomas. You can normally hear me on Josh Cohen and the home team every day from 3 to 5. This is ESPN 106.3. We got Joey Cheese on the boards, holding it down, and my co-host today from the Treasure Coast today, Chris Coquel. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Dean? How are you? I like how your first day hosting, you took the featuring Coquel off the show name, though. But that's cool. Whatever. Well, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was a part of it. That is a. I fought. Oh, I fought hard to get my so name hold on. on there. Wait a minute. Ken Livick alive featuring Chris Coquel, no. brought to you by FAU MBA Sport. No, How's that? I'm like Cher. There's no Chris. It's just Coquel or Prince. Okay. Coquel. Okay. Just Coquel. Just Coquel. Okay. Well, Coquel, we got a lot to unpack today. We got a busy day. This is my hosting debut. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that fact. This is my first time hosting, so we'll discuss that a little bit. We're going to talk some free agency. We're going to talk a bunch of stuff. But before we get into all that, Coquel, I got a bone to pick with you and your kind. Me and my kind. You okay. and your kind. This is extended. Yeah. See, I'm going to got- break down the fourth wall. In the show meeting, you said you had a problem with me. Yeah. You didn't tell me what it was, but it's me and my kind. Well, you told me not to tell you what it was, so I'm going to tell you what it is. All right. What do we got? I got a problem with you and your kind, and you confirmed it moments before we went on air when you showed me a picture of your son and you told me you wasn't going to let him eat unless he played hard today, unless yeah. he practiced hard today. Yeah, he's a bas- person this is what basketball This camp. is what I'm talking about. You and your kind, these helicopter fathers, they go out there and play sports and they give their kids a hard time and they, they push them and they push them and they push them too hard. And I got a problem with that. Why? Because we're successful? No, it doesn't necessarily mean successful. I, I mean, Dean, first of all, it's not successful. Undefeated season at the YMCA. Saying championship I, game this Saturday. Undefeated season. Yeah, but he's six. You he's know what nine. I mean? Like, he's, nine. he's six. And that could have ha- if you just go upside down, he's six. And that could have <laughs> happened to anybody. They could they that was an accident that they won. You are push you are pushing these kids too hard. They have to play hard. You don't play defense, you don't eat lunch. This is what I'm talking about. Joey Cheese, is this right? He's pushing his kid. His kid is nine years old. He doesn't let him eat. Listen, and I, and I know where you're coming nah, from. I, I know where like you're bread from. and butter, but he doesn't yeah. get the good. Lunch. I know where you're coming from. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you want him to play hard. You want to try to teach him a lesson. But he's let the kid be a kid. I don't care if he stinks. I don't. He could be the worst player in the world, and I will never say a word. But when I hear it back from again, Perseverance Basketball Camp, best basketball camp around, and he's out there jogging, slowly jogging around on defense till he gets the ball in his hand. Mm-mm-mm. We're not doing that. No, that's, we have to hustle. That's how you, how you think James Harden became James Harden by hustling? No, he by wasn't not playing this. by not playing defense and just making the shots. He's got a. That's my rules with my kids. If you hustle and try, you can be the worst in the world, and I will support you. But if you're gonna do something, the other day Dylan told me he wants to be a dancer. I said good. Well, I'm gonna take you to dance practice, and I'm gonna say you better be the hardest working dancer at that practice. 
I don't care what he is. You got to learn how to be the hard worker. Yeah, but why put that type of pressure on these little kids? Just let them be kids. Let them have fun. Let them experience life as a kid. Oh, it's the worst, though, when you go to these games. Like, I'll go to my son's games, and there'll be kids not on his team, in case any of the parents listen, because they know I'm on the radio. There'll be kids that are just spinning around in circles and just messing up the entire game. You can't have that. You can have. You know why you can have that? Because, like, there are kids on that team that will excel, and there are the little goofball kids that won't excel. But that's how life is. You got to learn how to deal with the little goofballs. So you need the goofballs on the team. I don't mind them being bad. That's not my problem. If my son stunk, I'm okay with that. But you're going to try and you're going to follow the rules. If your coach tells you to stop talking, you better shut your mouth. Coach tells you to run harder, you better run harder. Hands up on defense. Dean, look at that. There's no hands down, man down at the Coquel house. Yeah, you're going to play defense. They're, they're under the age of 10. Like if you have one digit in your age, you should be able to get away with that. Oh, you should see me a four-year-old yelling at my son. This is what playing I'm talking goalie. about. I, see, and you paying attention. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Like when I be going out to my kids' soccer games and parents be acting like that, I'd be ready to fight them. But I'm not mean. I'm very supportive. As soon as the play's over, I'm supporting him. He's, he like, he's like, shot. I'm not mean. But he can get bread and water. That's not mean. <laughs> That's not mean. I'm not. I'm not mean. I'm supportive. A big hug after the game. Win, lose, I don't care. No, nah, man. I'm gonna try. I don't you, that. You, I, oh no, I big hug after the game. But you have to try. You have to. You have to learn how they. That's what your life lessons are learned in on the athletic field. A lot of times. Well, all I'm saying is, let the kid be a kid. He's gonna mess up. He's gonna goof off. Let him be a kid. Let him experience it on his own. No, but then he ends up being the type of kid who plays football and quits in high school. Where do those kids end up? Depends. You know what I mean? Like. Like <laughs> they, they they can be fighters like me. <laughs> I, I quit I quit high school football all four years. I went out <laughs> freshman, sophomore, junior. Actually, I didn't even go out the last year. I was like, I know I'm going to quit, so I didn't even go out the last year. I quit three my first three years and just didn't go out the last. See, year. See, and my sons are zoned for Port St. Lucie <laughs> High School as well, and I don't I don't want them following your. I mean, yes, it turned out great for you, but I want them to not do that. I, Port St. Lucie can't go through that again. Uh, yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh oh. Broken equipment, microphones. Equipment Who's in charge of this? Yep. That's all right. We, we, we brought the engineer in here, and he told me there's nothing wrong with this microphone that just fell. Yeah. You see the other one. But, uh, but yeah, Coquel, so that's my, that's my bone with you. But, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. There's different parenting styles. I have mine. You have yours. And, you know, we worked that But way. I am, like, I, to be clear, I am. he does get lunch. But I, am, I do push him. And I, if he, he doesn't have his hands up on defense or he's not moving his feet or he's taking plays off, because I used to coach him. I stopped coaching him so it wouldn't be that much of a contentious relationship on the court because I would sit him out. I would sit him out. But I'm also the same parent who, like, I filled in a game this year, and there's two kids. There's my son and this kid, Hunter, who score a ton of points and play defense a little bit better. Like, they're just maybe a little more advanced than some of the other kids on the team. We were up by 14 with six minutes to go in the game or five minutes to go in the game. I told them either of them if they took another shot, they're benched. They were only allowed to not press. They had to play defense back because we were up by no so more much. Shots. No more shots. They had to pass just to the other teammates. So I am that type of parent too. So okay, like that's- I, I go for the hustle points, but I also don't like the the ball hogging or or even in flag football when Dylan was six. Like I he was there was two kids, him and another kid. I could have just given them the ball every play. We would have won every game. I rotated through. You got the ball. Next kid's the running back. Next kid's the running back. Kid eating his shoes in the corner. Get over here. You're the new running back. Okay, well, I make sure that happens. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you a pass, then. I'm gonna give you a pass, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna let let you off the hook a little bit for right now. It, but if I but if I hear more about this, 
me and you, we got to go back to war again. We're going to be back in the trenches. Oh, man, I don't want to go through that. But it is funny, though, because my kid probably hates it because I'm so hard on him, but then the kids who I know aren't good. I'm like, yay, little Timmy. Good try, buddy. You did See, good. Now that, now All that, right. Now that's really messed up. That's really messed up. Because they, 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 I know that they're not at that level, so that I'm not going to push it. But if you tell me you want to be great at something, if he just told me I'm not interested in being great, I'll back off. He tells me he wants to be great, so then be great. Try hard. And if you're not great and you try hard, I don't care either. Yeah, but great, try. great to a nine-year-old is different. Yeah, well, I'm not, we're not here sitting here chucking Steph Curry threes yeah, when he can't even saying. reach like, the basket. Yeah, that's not what like we're doing. Being great, being great for him is being able to just tie his shoes and wear matching socks every day. If I he doesn't know how to tie his shoes yet, but that's a whole other yeah. story. We're working on that too. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little behind in some yeah. parenting. We don't know how to tie our shoes going into fourth grade, and my other son's turning five, and uh, you know the, the old pooping on the toilet thing isn't happening yet. So we're struggling. We we hide it through daycare. Are you right? serious? Yeah. Oh yeah, he holds it in through daycare as soon as he gets in the car. I'm like, great. So now I have to deal with you and your underwear because he can't wear a diaper because they're not allowed there if they can't poop in the toilet. We're a little behind. Oh no! And you just told everybody that he can't do that. I, I, hope, I hope they're not listening. I don't think they listen there. <laughs> not listening. Well, listen, today is my hosting debut. My first time ever doing this. I'm excited about this. But it's not but in sports, who was like who was a bust in sports their first time, you know, coming out, coming out the gate? Well, I'm wearing a Jets jersey, right? Yeah. So before they had the Zach Wilson guy who played at the FAU Boca Raton Bowl, um, he was the Jets. He, he the Jets quarterback was Sam Darnold, right? He right. was the starter. He was the big future. He was the hope. Drafted out of USC, we're like, oh, we got the Sam Chies. We're ready to go. Here we go, Sam Darnold. First play, interception, pick six. First Horrible. play, pick six. Pick six. Remember Johnny Manziel? Yeah, Money Manziel. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that's definitely a, a bust. His he, coming out party. His first game was ten of 18, 80 yards, two interceptions. Goodness gracious, that's not good. John, what was his name? Johnny Football? Johnny Football. Yeah, see? I'm telling y'all, through being on this show, I was able to pick up some sports knowledge. That's good. Yeah, I'm, and I'm here you are now this. hosting. But but this wasn't my – But so this is my first time hosting. But let me tell you about my most memorable first time. Oh, oh appropriate, for time, man, appropriate for air, Appropriate uh, for air. Because if we're going there, with, I have a performance that didn't work out well also. Yeah, but we'll do, I mean, we won't do that. We can do that on our other show. I mean, it's, it's a quick story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that. I know that, but I'm going to tell you about, so like this can't be, so like I wasn't really stressing it, you know, Josh and all them were like, oh man, you nervous or whatever, but like I wasn't nervous because my first time fighting in the UFC was way worse. So I, I know that anything I do now can never be as bad as that. Why would happen? So first time fighting in the UFC, uh, I was actually the favorite and I was fighting, How, B, I was BJ Penn, I was 22 years old, 24 years old. Okay, so you're young. Yeah. Now, 20, is that, I was 23 years old. When do oh fighters God. usually break into like that now? I know UFC was maybe different then. What is that, 50 years ago? Yeah. Well, <laughs> black and white footage. But what what like when what age do they usually come up to the top level? I mean, it's still about that. It's okay. still about that. It still ranges. So yeah, I was so it was it was June 11th. Or June 21st, I'm sorry. June 21st, 2001, I remember it. And I was fighting BJ Penn in New York. It was actually in New Jersey, but they kind of pawned it off as being in New York. Yeah, it was, and it was the first time UFC was back on TV. Where was it? Was that the Meadowlands? Yeah, the Meadowlands, yep. Yeah, they always say that's in New York. I yeah, mean, they, always, they always act like it's New York. Jets, so, and, Jets and Giants, yeah. the so New York a, Jets and so Giants playing over like there. like it's New York. So I'm fighting BJ Penn, right? And at the time, like, I was the favorite because I was the draw. I was the big dude at the time. 
So I'm in the back and I'm warming up and I'm feeling good about myself. Here comes the walkout. I go to the walkout and in the thing, in the walkout, was Dennis Rodman. Oh, he's in the entranceway? Yeah, Dennis Rodman was in the entranceway. Yeah. So and like and I looked at Dennis Rodman, I said, Man, watch this. Oh no, what the worm yeah. say. And he looked at me and kind of just gave me a nod. Did one of them things, gave me a little nod. So then I get into the cage. BJ's already in the cage. Of course, he goes out first because you know what I'm saying. I'm the A side, so I walk second. Yep. So, Big John McCarthy, are you ready? You ready? Let's get it on. We start fighting, and I'm handling them. I throw, I throw them down to the ground. I'm hitting them. We get back up, and in my mind, I said, man, he keep dropping his hand. I said, I'm going to hit him with this left hook. I'm going to fake the right, hit him with the left hook. I fake the right. And I swung the left hook as hard as I could. And in my mind, <laughs> I saw his head fly into the rafters. In my mind, that's what I saw. But the reality was, and as soon as I saw that, I saw some Big John standing over me. And I thought it was God. It was like a light. And it was just like, you okay? You okay? And then I can't remember anything after that except for being in the ambulance me and me thinking, what time do I go on? Oh, no. Yes. You didn't even know you like, fought yet. I didn't yet. even know I fought yet. Because what really happened, yeah, what really happened is I threw that punch and I missed and I ducked and he kneed me in the chin and knocked me out. Oh. Yes. Oh, you took a knee to the chin. I took chin a knee and, to the and chin. out cold. And, and I was out cold. And I don't remember even walking out of the, I still to this day don't remember walking out you of the You walked octagon. out, though. I walked out of the octagon. Okay, so you were... On your feet, you, you, there was yeah, no one. I, yeah, I the lights out. were on, but there was the no one home. Were, yeah, the lights were on, and there was no one home. Oh no! And the only thing I can remember is then later asking the doctor, you know, him asking me, "What month is it, Dean?" And I was like, "It's it's March," but it was June. <laughs> How long? I do remember that. And then was I that do, your first concussion? Yeah, that was it. It's a scary thing being a high school coach when you see kids get concussed because you don't know you're concussed. So like a lot of times with high school kids, it turns into tears. Because they can't figure out why they can't understand things, why they can't figure out where they are, why they can't remember like what what's going on, or they don't remember getting hit, and they're like, "Wait a minute, I don't remember getting hit. Why am I sitting on the bench?" And usually, waterworks just follow. Now, how often does that happen in high school? Uh, more than I'd like to admit, because I want to keep oh, really? high school football around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's every Friday night Yo, somewhere, really, and a lot of places where. But they well, do I mean, a good but job does, now. But does it happen in practice, and like, there, there's got to be a lot of protocols in order to combat that. It shouldn't happen in practice anymore. I worry about, and I know the guy, Josh, who you normally host with, he has, he talks about brain issues all the time. I worry about it sometimes because back when I went to school, because I'm 42, right? When I went to school, like I was the, when I was the backup running point back at one point, I basically, the math geeks blocking for me, right? Uh -huh. And like these huge defensive linemen and probably got 40 carries a game in practice. Like a practice, just hand it off, just tee off on Coquel, tee off on Coquel, bounce back. So I took head hit after head hit after head hit. I remember one day I left with a headache. The coach gave me aspirin to put me back in there for practice. Like, things that don't happen nowadays. Yeah. So I think it used to happen a lot more during the week in practice than it does now. Now it's supposed to be, supposed to be, you're really not supposed to hit as much anymore in practice. Like, you're, you're limited to only a certain amount of minutes each day of hitting. Oh, so, like, they allocate time for hitting. Okay, now Like, I think it's, like, hit. 30 minutes a day for it's, actual hitting. So, it's like a mosh pit for, like, 30 minutes. It's like, all right, guys, let's go out there and hit each other. I mean, schools, like, I like to follow the model of when I was coaching, I look at what the Ivy League's doing because I look at, like, the Harvards, the Yales, the Brown. Like, they're smarter than us, so let's see what they're doing. Right. They stopped hitting a few years ago. 
They don't, don't hit it all until practice? until game days. No so kidding. I limited my my hitting was basically just during team. We'd work on form stuff, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't actually hit and bring it until the team for maybe ten minutes twice a week. Now I had no idea that they do that, but you couldn't. I mean, but the NFL still does it. So why wouldn't that be more like the standard? Well, the NFL doesn't hit as much either. Oh, they don't. If you know, they don't. They're not alive much at all. They're they have all the same type of rules because they're realizing they want this game to last. Yeah. If people don't change, no one's gonna play. Numbers are down across the my my wife won't let Dylan play tackle football, like that you know. And I'm a high school football coach, and they won't let him play tackle. She won't let him play tackle football. That's happening all across this country. So this game has to prove that it's safer first before people want to play again. Yeah. So like they eliminate the hitting in practice, or at least uh, decrease the amount of time that they can have to hit each other in practice. And they also elongated the amount of recovery time you need if you get a concussion. Ah. So if you have a concussion, you can't practice again until you're out seven days and then you start the protocol to prove that you can come back so usually you're out at least a week probably two weeks ah that makes a lot of sense i think we need to do something like that in fighting as well because i know guys that get knocked out in practice and then just put their gloves right back on put the mouthpiece in and go right back at it and the second concussion is what causes the damage like you get if you have a concussion you're recovering and it's not healed that's when you get the more damage they found the first concussion you can usually heal from it's when you get that secondary concussion while you're while still, you're still concussed, yeah, or in that one. you know in that range, yeah, it's a lot worse for you. So if you have one concussion, if you let that heal, then it, does it start back over? Yeah, but I think at some point, like when you have six or seven over your career, they're like, okay, like eventually this damage is going to turn into whether it's CTE or or something else. But yeah, they let you start a whole new protocol once you've fully healed. Mm. Your brain has to heal itself, ah. and there's certain things. I mean, we don't. The problem is. We don't know a lot of this stuff until we do post-mortem when someone's dead and then we can investigate the brains. Yeah, no, I, see, like for me, I feel like I have issues with my brain. Like Josh Cohen talks about it all the time. And I feel like I do too, but I feel like I can reverse the process. I don't know if it's possible, but I feel personally like I can reverse the process if I just play word games and words with friends and do stuff like that. There are, they, there are a lot of brain-strengthening activities like that that you can do. I think there's definitely, I think diet is a lot more to do it. I also think we look at some of these former athletes in football. You know, there's that range of like you go to that famous the Steel Curtain team of the Steelers. It seemed like everybody was dropping off. Or you look at WWE guys who all died because of concussion issues when they're in their 40s and 50s. But also, what lifestyle were they living beyond that? Because that's also when they that's were. That's true. I mean, they, they do a lot of like dr- like drugs, recreational and otherwise. And they used to hand out painkillers to football yeah. players like it was candy to get yeah. through the game. Like, what is that doing to your brain as well? For sure. So, I, I mean, how do we know which, which is more attributed? Is it more attributed to? Hmm. But you say diet. So do you think fast food is on the list of things that can help reverse the process of concussion? <laughs> yeah, I think definitely. Definitely. Yeah, because food. like, you know, because I feel like, you know, if you get fast food, it helps. Like you're going through the drive through. It's not it's an easy process. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of thinking involved. So like you need that brain activity. You're saving your brain activity. That's what you I'm make saying. It easier. Yeah, it's, yeah. And for a fat guy like me, I, I know my brain feels better when I'm smelling the fast food and eating it, so it works out, right? That means yeah, it's definitely exactly. healthy. So it's probably healthy. So I have no problem with that. How about you? What about the first time that you had that you had to do something? That I felt? Well, I remember my first time ever batting in Little League. It's like the only memory I have as a kid. You know, you hit with the tee. Mm-hmm. I struck out on the tee. Like no Stop. pitcher, the ball on Are the tee. Are you serious? Yeah. All you right. struck out and they gave me five, ball. They gave me five swings, too, and I just hit the tee every single time and missed over the top on the fourth one. And then the fifth one, I hit the tee <laughs> Are again. Are you serious? Yeah, struck out. You, you're the first person I ever met that I've ever known, that I've ever heard of, 
He struck out in T-ball. Yeah, that was my my first uh, my first time doing it. Struck out T-ball. Oh my Not god! Good. And my mom screamed at me like a good parent should. No, I'm just kidding. My mom was my coach. That's an interesting one too. She was your my mom. Your coach. mom was your coach. Yeah, that couldn't have been fun in school. Or like we were so young that yeah, it didn't, ma- it didn't, it didn't matter. matter. No, but I think if it kept that going could, for yeah, a couple more years, it wouldn't have been good. Nowadays, it's more normal. But back then, it wouldn't yeah. have been good. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't like if your mom's your coach, like she probably beat you in front of everybody. Yeah, she well, she stepped up. She was playing both roles, so she's like, "All right, well, if I'm going to be mom and dad, I'm going to be out here coach." Because she was a good softball player, ah. so I'm going to teach you. So I'm sure the look in her eyes was probably huge disappointment as her son struck out on the tee. I'm disappointed in you too. I know but, you but have you that can, same look. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in you too. But you, maybe you can make it up by telling the good people about EDS. Ah, but we tell them that after the break. Well, we can tell them after the break. It when we matter. come back. Yeah, when we come back. Let's get things hot going let's and then things, I'll cool yeah, Let's it get off. things hot and we'll cool off. But when we come back, we will talk some free agency. And Coquel is going to explain that, how that works to me. And uh, and it'll be great. <laughs> so when we come back, this is ESPN 106.3.